When I got clean and dry in 1984, there was a gay club called Black and White Men Together that met at the Gay Center on 13th Street in New York City. I used to frequent the club every Friday night looking for a sober date. My name is Eric. Welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. According to Cornell University, men of all colors together, New York, M-A-C-T, New York, is a multiracial, multicultural organization of gay and bisexual men in New York City committed to addressing and combating racism and discrimination in the lesbian and gay male community and to providing a supportive environment for non-oppressive multiracial relating among gay men. Started under the name Black and White Men Together New York, the organization main, maintain links with the National Association of Black and White Men Together. That's N-A-B-W-M-T. Mike Smith started BWMT San Francisco in February 1980. And Henry Weinkoff organized the first meeting of Black White Men Together New York on June 6, 1980. The first issue of the Black White Men Together New York Information Bulletin, a two-page uh, mineograph newsletter, appeared a few weeks later and Lydell Jackson soon took over as editor. And I know Lydell Jackson. So... I wondered, like I've been in most of my podcasts here, what happened to all these groups? Um, Like I said, I'm going to say it again. You know, it was 1984. I didn't want to to be hanging out with with drunks and addicts. and, And, you know, so I try to do it the other way, try to stay with sober people. And this was one of the sober groups that I went to and hung out in. And... And it was very interesting to me because I know in one of my podcasts, I mentioned I had a white friend named Richie. And Richie used to take me to all the bars in the 70s in the village, in East Village. And I did experience uh, racism. I mean, the biggest racism for me, I've said it once, I'm going to keep saying it again. I think I was in the strap. And I heard this queen, this white queen said to another white queen... I wouldn't go out with a black man unless he had a big dick. And that's when I realized that these white men only saw black men as sexual beings. Um, I don't, uh, which is not very flattering, especially if, especially if you didn't have a big dick. You're black without, without a big dick and you're fat. 
So you really didn't fit out in any of this, any of these so-called gay Christopher Street bars. I mean, not only did I get got, uh, discriminated for being black with a small dick, I got discriminated for being a fat guy. And then I've, I've made podcasts about other groups to deal with. But this is, there was one group, and I didn't join it too much uh for I mean, there was a lot of black men who like white men and white men who like black men. That's fine. That's not why I joined it. I was just curious. I was just curious. Uh, like I said, I was out there looking to date. I couldn't. I didn't want to go to the bars. I know what it is about the bars and the discos and all that, and the back rooms and the sex. I knew all that. I didn't want that. I want to stay away from that. I want a sober life, so I, I joined this group, among others. It's not the only group I grow. I, I joined. And I dated a couple of guys there. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. They did do uh, what they call that, uh, protesting against. They did some of that, I guess, because when it came to be political and do political stuff like that, I have to admit, I stayed away. Uh, I... <laughs> I mean, I was just getting sober. I didn't know if I want to get involved and all that uh, marching and all that. So I didn't do it. But I went there when they had the social events. So I don't know. It was just interesting. I, I think I, I think this. Well, according to this, I got this off the Internet recently. And it says in the present tense. So I gather they're still around. They have a national Black black men to get to get. Oh yes, they had a. I saw on, on um, they had one MCT Kansas. I think it's Kansas, not Kansas. Uh, Kansas, yeah, Kansas City have one, and they were protesting. This was last year. I saw that on the internet. So yeah, they're still around. They're still around. I haven't I haven't been in the uh, the mainstream gay mainstream since. 2001, uh, last time I did anything in the mainstream was down 2001. I'm way behind. Um, but yeah, I had to mention that. I had to write a podcast about that. Because I haven't, I haven't heard too much about them. Um, of course, sadly enough, a lot of these guys, all the groups that I did join in the 80s, a lot of those guys down here today. So, and the new friends that I have weren't into, because most of my new friends that, that's still around, I met them in the 90s and late 90s. And they really weren't into all the clubbing, clubbing meaning these these gay men groups. Um, a lot of these gay men groups, I think by the late 90s, I don't think a lot of them exist anymore. Anyway, that was my little bit podcast of M-A-C-T, Men of All Colors Together. New York branch. You just heard the craziness that lives inside my head. <laughs>